You may have heard another streamer was recently taken offline. He he stream was seized last week, its servers redirected to the MPAA via Amazon web hosting. This time it was a sports and baseball piracy on the internet. They say piracy is a huge problem. You not being able to own anything and then evading renting techniques is just the next chapter in the insecurity brief. This is the Insecurity Brief podcast. It features tech news and analysis throughout the world. This podcast is made possible through advertising and listeners like you. If you can't donate, please share this program. We depend on you. Recorded Future, staff writer Catlin Campu posted on October 29, 2021, and I'll read from it, man charged with hacking MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL user accounts to stream games. Those are the big boys in Major League Baseball, National Basketball, National Football, and National Hockey. And reading their story, it says the U.S. Department of Justice filed charges today against a Minnesota man who hacked MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL user accounts in order to supply content to a pirate streaming website that he operated. Charges were levied against Joshua Street, 30, of St. Louis Park, Minnesota. The DOJ claimed that Strait who went online as Josh Brody or Inflex, operated HeHe Streams website between 2017 and August of 2021. Officials said that Street used stolen credentials to access other people's Major League Baseball, National Basketball, National Football, and National Hockey accounts in order to hijack game streams, which he later rebroadcast on HeHe Streams website. The pirated streams were offered as part of a paid package. He gave buyers access to the streams for all four U.S. sports leagues at prices inferior to those practiced by the official websites. In addition, officials said that Street also attempted to extort the Major League Baseball, asking the company to pay $150,000 to disclose details about security flaws he found on the servers. U.S. officials didn't say what started the investigation into Street's operation, but court documents detail how the FBI discovered real world identify the real world identity of street and the he he streams operator suggesting the case might have started following a complaint against the site per the same documents the fbi said that they were able to track down he he streams operator after the site administrator used the same inflix username on both the streaming site chat and reddit through data obtained 
Through data obtained through Reddit, U.S. investigators discovered that the Reddit account had been registered with an email address used by Street for his personal blog where he often posted cybersecurity research. In addition, data provided to the other companies and the internet service providers firmly establish a link between Hehe Stream operator and Street's home ad- IP address. Street faces up to 60 years in prison if found guilty on all the charges. The Major League Baseball claims that his hijacking occurred losses around $3 million in money that he might need to pay the company. In an email seeking comment to Street's publicly listed email address who was not returned. Okay, so that's what the story said, but there's a couple other considerations here, and that is the potential amount of money that Major League Baseball is claiming. You see, they assume that they lost money because he sold it to other people at a cheaper rate and they don't get that if it wasn't available, those other people wouldn't have paid the full amount. You know, these big companies do this to us. And, you know, what's our recourse? The courts are stacked with big attorney firms that push these ideas, ludicrous maybe, if they will. There's a few victims here also. And some sent additional considerations. The viewers of so-called leg- illegal streams when it's left up to the MPAA. Amazon has 455 former seized domain names on the same website. As It's interesting because all these domains are still active, meaning the IP addresses of anyone interested in this behavior bypassing the MPA or Major League Sports will now be added to a new crop. In other words, if you go to his he, he Streams website domains, they were all those domain names were re-put into an MPAA uh, group that's housed on Amazon, and you'll get a redirect and a message back. But this is the thing, your IP address, and it's not just these, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, I'll put this, a, a list of these domain names in um, on my server and also maybe kick it over to Peter Orem, uh, Peter, uh, Peter, the guy that has the uh, list of dangerous domain names. In case you weren't aware, the record industry tried suing people over file sharing platforms while the headlines was off, this was off the EFF website. In September 8th of 2003, the recording industry sued 261 American music fans for sharing songs on peer-to-peer file sharing networks, kicking off an unprecedented legal campaign against the people that should be recording industry's best customers, music fans. 
Five years later, the recording industry had settled or threatened legal actions against at least 30,000 individuals. These individuals included children, grandparents, unemployed single mothers, college professors, a random section of the millions of Americans who used the P2P networks. There's no end in sight. The new lawsuits are filed monthly, and now they are supplemented by a flood of pre-litigation settlement letters designed to extract settlements without any need to enter the courtroom. But suing music fans has proven to be ineffective in response to unauthorized P2P file sharing. Downloading from P2P networks is more popular than ever, despite the widespread public analysis and lawsuits. And it resulted in any royalties to, it didn't result in any royalties to the artists. One thing is clear, suing music fans is no answer to the P2P dilemma. So really what is going on here is two things. You see, the music industry went through this a long time ago. And since then, you can go to um, any number of sites, including YouTube, and stream music yourself, and it fall completely under uh, the copyright protectionisms, if you will. I mean, a lot of this stuff is crap, because... First of all, if you're a music, if you're a musician and you register with um, these things, it's rare that you ever get paid. These organizations take money from all the play, the venues in the event that a musician will play some artist's work, but the musicians rarely get paid and get paid very little for all this online stuff. You see, when you put music out there, unless you're an artist and somebody's directly paying you, these systems are just set up to rip everybody off. Anyway, um, some sites... Some site, Deadline.com, posted a story back in March of 2017. Patrick Hippies, and I'll read, A lawsuit filed last month by the MPAA and major Hollywood studios against the operators of an alleged ring of piracy sites has been unsealed, showing that those sites have been shut down by judges' order. Warner Brothers, 20th Century Fox, Columbia, Universal, Disney, Paramount, and Viacom are listed as plaintiffs in the suit filed February 6th in U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York. The defendants operated Pub Film, Pub TV, which the suit called a ring of six interconnected large-scale piracy sites. It called for the defendants to immediately cease and desist the use of plaintiffs' copyrighted works and trademarks, directing domain registration associated with these sites to disable them. The judge, Victor Morano, issued a 
TRO halting the sites on February 7th and preliminary injunction was issued February 17th based on the allegations. The suit says that PubVid and PubTV saw more than 8 million visits each month, 40% of which linked to U.S. IP addresses. It said it believed the defendants were operating out of Vietnam. The civil action seeks relief and damages for copyright infringement, trademark infringement, unfair competition, and false designation of origin. As for statutory damages, it's asking for other awards for $150,000 per infringed work. The ring of large-scale piracy sites distributed a vast numbers of stolen movies and television shows for streaming and downloading, all for financial benefit of its operators without paying a dime for those who work so hard to make them, the MPAA said in a statement today. By seeking legal orders to stop these illegal commercial enterprises, we are protecting the hard work of millions of people who contribute to the American creative economy. So what's Hollywood doing to start providing movies to be streamed for free? There's a few of them currently, and Peacock and Pluto, or just to name two, uh, offer free movies, and there are some networks, spotty networks, that are out there for free. The sports networks need to play ball with us. It's our money and our choice, and you can't make us play to watch. I don't. Because we'll do something else. The domination of major sports league enterprises. Also in the news, I saw this hidden behind a paywall quoted all over the internet. And I have no idea if it was true or not. Or just crap that was posted as a headline. You have to remember that disinformation is what we all consume most of the time. This story reads in quotes a financial news, uh, financial time site owned by a Japanese company I never heard of touting it's a giant in the industry. In the headline reads, Apple application tracking policy cost $10 billion. It was posted in secnews.gr. It's that Greek security uh, site that I like to use by Absent Mia, November 1st, 2021. A survey of Financial Times found that Snapchat, the Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube lost $9.85 billion in revenue after Apple changed its privacy practices last year. Apple announced the Application Transparency Monitoring ATT policy, which requires applications to request permission to monitor user data. The policy went into effect in April, banning apps from tracking users if they opt out. Facebook was particularly crucial on the move with a full-page newspaper ad, and thanks to the FT report, we now know that the company leaders were disappointed, according to the report. Facebook lost most of the money in absolute terms compared to other social network platforms due to its huge size. 
On other, on the other hand, Snapchat, he did worse in percentages in the business because his ads mainly related to smartphones, which makes sense for the product which does not have a PC version. Also, update your Chrome. The little red or green dot in the upper right-hand corner, click on it. Uh, there's been four updates in the last uh, month and lots of vulnerabilities that would allow, if you visit a site, to have your computer completely taken over, even after you leave Chrome. Really nasty crap going on. I'm Trip. Enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time.